Fat, 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 we're the fat peeps. Hey, peeps. Hello? What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Fat Peeps podcast. This is episode number 45. I am, of course, your host, like I am every week, Joey, and I am one of the fat peeps here with the other fat peeps. We got cameraman John. Hello, it is I. That, That name he just said. Eric. Oh, hola! Como estas? And PJ. Hello. And of course, this is a comedy slash nerd culture podcast where we get together to talk about some topics that interest us and also crack bad jokes while doing it. So bad. Uh, I was about to say, comedy is in the eyes of the beholder type of situation. <laughs> We try. We try. We don't always succeed, but we Allegedly. try. And we haven't been around for a while. We we took Hi. a break for a while, and then uh, we had an episode last week that's now lost the ages. It died. The lost episode. Will anyone ever be able to listen to it? No. Tune it's in. Been, really. It's been oh, completely okay. deleted. Highly doubt it. Uh, yep. <laughs> Which is all right. We're going to touch upon some of the topics in that podcast very briefly Yeah, this week. No, I'm going to word for word say what I just said last week. But oh, we yeah, have new topics. I, I, I memorized all of it. But we have new topics. Oh, shoot. Oh, that, well, you? what are they? <laughs> Don't worry about it. I'm just saying about that where... It's like you're out of sync from everybody else because we're not having the same conversation <laughs> yes. anymore. Yeah. I have my notes right here. So it's like we're sitting there talking. And John just like says something out of nowhere that has like doesn't pertain to the context at all. Uh, uh hello. Like John. Anyway, we always has nothing to do with it. Okay. We always like to start our podcast with the icebreaker question of the day. Oh wow. Which usually doesn't really have anything to do with media or nerd culture or anything, but it does this week for some reason. I don't know who put this one, Garrick. but I'm going to let it fly. Oh, I even look at it. <laughs> let me see what it Actually, just read it to me. What is a uh-huh. comic book franchise, uh-huh. film or TV, like adaptation, that was great before the MCU and DCEU became mainstream? Can... Okay, so let me beg this yeah. question. Does it have to be something that that's not from either of those universes? Or can it be stuff that was from those universes but before they became universes? Sure. Uh, well, I think well, is MCU is what it is now. EU is what it is now. So, like, pretty much before, for example, before The Incredible Hulk, uh-huh. I would say. So you could say... Anything before that, I believe. There's a comic book franchise. So, like the Tobey Maguire Spider Man movies. Okay. Yeah, okay. that. That's my answer. Thanks. Hey, it's Joey. <laughs> no, that's an. Ex- oh, dang it. Um, um those um, are hit or miss across um, the. Like, two is really good. One is all right. Three is kind of terrible. Yeah, that usually happens. Um,. Are there? I feel like I never really jumped on the comic book, movie, film, TV 
franchises until the MCU. You know what's a good Marvel uh, show that was uh, before MCU? Blade. Fantastic. Oh, Blade's good. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. I think that'll be my answer. Okay. I, I think... Uh, I think forget that this was a comic book movie oh yeah blade huh you gotta remember their your roots and also wesley snipes so that's my answer okay if you're going for that route like the 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 not as like kind of um yeah that stuff uh i'm gonna choose a hellboy yes that would have been my second answer those, those movies. Now, uh, we're not including uh, the most recent one, though, are we? No, no, no. Just Guillermo del Toro. Yes. English hard or Spanish. And then uh, what's his name as Hellboy, too? Ron Perlman. Ron it's not Perlman the is the perfect Perlman. Hellboy. Uh huh. Yeah. Yep. Okay. How Too bad you... they, they didn't make the third one. There was yeah. plans for it, but that, didn't, that fell through. Yeah, Ron really wanted to. Yeah, I heard. Mm-hmm. Sad. How do you guys? How do you guys feel about the Watchmen movie? I was about to ask about that one because that was definitely up there. Yeah, on that it list was for me. legit. Like it's pulled straight from the the graphic novel. Like Other shot by shot, the, pretty much. The, the, the oh, uh, octopus penis thing at the end. Octopus. Yeah, so a screaming squid. The, yeah, I think it was squid. a celestial squid, not a yes. penis squid. I don't know. An elder. I don't know squid. what movie you watched. <laughs> Oh no. oh no! The comic <laughs> book. I had. I unless they were showing me an off comic book in high school. But are I, you talking about Doctor Manhattan's uh, uh, floppy bits? Oh yeah, that too. Maybe I confused the two of them. Yeah, this definitely was the the, the squid. Definitely did not have a uh, penis. I thought that that there was some sort of g- genitalia based monster at the end, but I don't know. No, it's well, the, I mean, that's the... it's a squid. <laughs> We know what kind of uh, stuff PJ watches in his Ooh, free time. Only, only on Tuesdays. Oh, <laughs> okay, look at look at it. it's Tuesday. Um, oh, nice. No, so I was gonna I was gonna bring up Watchmen, so I'm glad you brought that up. Um, another one that could be mentioned is Kick Ass. Uh, Kick Ass. At oh, least yeah. the first yeah, one. Yeah. I don't know if we want to talk <laughs> about the second one, but I don't think I've ever seen the second I one. I haven't either, but I one. I didn't hear too much good stuff about it. The other one yeah. I was gonna say is Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, because that was fantastic. PJ, you have to choose. You can't just like willy nilly throw <laughs> it. Well, PJ gets a list, so I'm going to list some stuff. I know. Well, See, now you're breaking all the rules. Well, what was the actual prompt here? I thought the prompt was like, what? what is... Just what? What is your like? Just one. Just one. <laughs> just one. What's your one? What's my one? Uh, I, I want to throw out Sin City. Sin City was a pretty good one too. Guys. Was it though? Was it really? I didn't Sin watch City it. Was fantastic. Uh, I gotta watch it again. It's been too long. I didn't watch it. I I kind of want to just like because visually, I heard a lot of good things about it. Yeah, visually, it's like just out of this world. It just felt like you're watching a moving graphic novel. Well, wow. kind of, I mean, same thing with Three Hundred and you know and 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 uh, oh yeah, Three Hundred. Oh, that's true. Um. The the one that pops out to me the most and that was the most nostalgic to me was the Batman Warner Brother cartoons on Saturday mornings. Like okay. that was okay. before that was when Batman, Batman was still Cass. big, but it wasn't like 
Batman is on everyone's t-shirt and or hat or belts. It was just like pre that stage. And everyone was like, oh, Batman's so cool because she's on on Saturday morning at WB. But like it wasn't it wasn't like every dad is now wearing one. So, I don't know, man. I'm there was Batman mania in like the late '80s from that. 80. Um, oh, there's always Burton been movie. Batman. There's always been Batman mania, but I just feel like now it's to the point where like you could literally walk anywhere and there's a Batman thing on someone somewhere in a crowd of people. Maybe not so oh. much right now, right now. But yeah, I was like, like there two, are no crowds. Two years ago is what I mean. Uh, and I, I mean, I guess that probably happened when the movies come out, but I'm talking about like just on a general, like no Batman stuff has come out in a long time and people are still like toting it around. But like, you know how many people dressed up as Batman in my elementary school back in the day? Wow. There was like at least 40 Batmans. Okay. So maybe then that's a poor example. So if, if not, then kick ass is my backup answer. Oh, wow. But I feel like Spider-Man was another example of that because I feel like the Spider-Man series before that, even Spider-Man was big. Because the Spider-Man 90s shows as well could be argued as a big series. Yeah. I mean, that's why Sony's been, you know, trying to keep that uh, IP for so long. Yeah. Because it sells. It's one of their biggest ones. big bucks. Mm -hmm. So. What about property going the other direction? Like things that started as movies and then have comic books now. Star Wars? I was going to say Star, Star Wars. Wars. The Star Wars yeah. graphic novels are actually like dope as hell. Nice. What about the new ones that they just released? The, like, the, the, the I haven't re- checked Republic any of the new ones the... out. Like the High Republic the one High Republic, or whatever. Yeah. Oh, no. You know what? They're, I. This is like just like a cutout, you know, like because people like to trash on things. Yeah. You know how that is, so they'll they'll just like pick something out, like you know, one page, and be like, "Oh, look how stupid this is." Um, but there is a bit in that book that shows a like fundamental misunderstanding of how lightsabers work, uh-huh. where the person is falling, and they use it like a sword and jab it into like a tree, and <laughs> it slows their momentum, and they hang from it. <laughs> That's awesome. Bad. and it's like funny. that's not yeah that's not how lightsabers work well maybe they turn down the stabby stabby uh power function. yeah they just turn down the heat yeah disregard that it's just like plasma <laughs> and has no form guys nice. yeah i don't know any other i'm trying to think oh i guess yeah. beowulf <laughs> had a comic oh. book at one point yeah i mean technically everything had a comic i mean it did, but I just can't think of one I mean, that was like... You can like... find Bible comics. So. That's yeah. true. Beowulf is also like a like multi-thousand-year-old epic. That's true. Yeah. I mean, I not multi- when is Beowulf from? I think I might be getting Beowulf mixed up with Gilgamesh. 1600s, I think. That's right. Yeah, Beowulf is like way more recent than that because it's about like the like... 2007 tribes in england right <laughs> that's the movie i know i mean stupid uh oh, awkward. 16th century oh no sorry, okay. sorry, 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 sorry. no that's what the, the story is based in the 16th century uh yeah uh, 700 to 1080 is what people are okay kind of guesstimating i mean i was only off by 100 years oh wait oh 700 oh never mind 
I said sixteen hundred, so that's way before what I said. Yeah, no, it was early, early. First printed edition was in eighteen fifteen. Ah, so, there you go. Printed. That's what we care about. I mean, that's what matters. That's what matters. Yeah, that's when it's like written. And this is this is well, it. This is a story. Well, I know, but that's the printed edition. So there was manuscripts in nine seventy five. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, okay, got so it. So that is printed technically. Anywho, and then before that was orally transmitted too. So it's like that's right. a long story, anyways. It was like STDs. Um, <laughs> what? Yeah, I mean, those are just ones off the top of my head that made sense as graphic novels. I, I heard I, that the Air, the Airbenders, Avatar Airbender uh, comics are pretty good, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've never I read them, that. but... I heard but I feel like that's just natural because it's like an Ameri- quote-unquote American manga to not be controversial. Uh, <gasps> it, it's it definitely in an American sense. anime. Yeah, it makes sense that it naturally turns into a comic and or manga. So, manga. Manga. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's lists of them, but I, I kind of, it makes me sad thinking back on those movies that were like, wow, these are cool and revolutionary. And then MCU and DCU just like came in and were like, those don't exist anymore. There's no such thing as small uh, superhero movies anymore or very limited I mean, not just superhero movies. You have, like, all movies pretty much. You got the, the monster universe from Universal with Kong and Godzilla mm-hmm. and all that oh, stuff. Oh, that's true. They were going to do the horror horror people, the horror movie uh, universe, which kind of died, I guess, because of Tom Cruise and the mummy. The okay. the Dooku. The Dooku. Wait, that was Dark a... universe, cinematic universe. Yeah. Wait, that's yeah. a thing? I don't know. That's a little far-fetched yeah. for me. You're pushing it. You're pushing it, kid. I mean, that's what the studios were trying. So they're done. I mean, it was it was a thing. Uh, Marvel did a good job, and then they're like, let's just ride that cash cow. And then DC was like, oh, let's do what they did, but jump a bunch of hoops. Mm -hmm. I think they're they're just burning out the 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 fan. Awkward. I mean, DC's over there just like fumbling around, like they don't know what they're doing most of the time. We got, but hey, that Batman. That Batman movie looks good. I'm stoked. Oh, I like Batman with, with the vampire boy. Yeah, Whoa, I like wait. I like him. He's Edward. good in things. He's a really good. He actor, is like, in other other like other than I mean I have <laughs> not seen Twilight. The, yeah, I haven't yeah. seen Twilight, but I'm sure it's not that great of acting. <laughs> I bet you he tried. I, I, he Straight tried his darndest. Yeah, yeah, I mean, real talk. That... Twilight is worth watching just from the pure perspective of being like. A, I can say that I've seen these, and B, man, are they terrible. Okay, we might have to do a viewing Would... watch party then. Oh, God. Okay, uh, okay. on that note. <laughs> All right, we're going to move on. <laughs> yes, please. Uh, we're going to briefly touch on some news topics from last week that got lost to time. Yep. Uh, and we're also going to briefly talk computer. about some new things. That are kind of whatever. But um, starting us off here, Ubisoft announced that they uh, are publishing a Star Wars game that is being developed by Massive. Hot. Um, That's Massive. That's the studio that uh, does The Division. Oh, wow. Um, this open It's a open world game that's going to be running on the snowdrop engine which is massive's like proprietary engine that they designed uh this kind of coincides with 
uh, Lucasfilm Games, the kind of new like arm that is doing like working out deals and like publishing and stuff with uh, different publishers around the industry uh, around the same time a Indiana Jones game was announced to be made by Machine Games, developers of the Wolfenstein series. Wolfenstein. And of course that would be published by uh, Bethesda. Um, but for this Star Wars game, where I'm at on it is honestly, if it was just the division, but set in the Star Wars universe, I'm 100% on board. I really like the division. And if you could drop it in like different Star Wars cities and like locations and stuff and, uh, give me like Star Wars loot and armor and stuff to collect, then like I'm all about it. You know what I mean? Right. To sum up my, my statements from last week, uh, cool probably won't get it interested to see what ends up happening with it more interested to see what other game companies get some rights to star wars and what they'll do with it bada boom same bada boom bada beam oh and then john and i arguing for a long time about whether lightsaber should be in a game or not i uh, no i didn't say anything about that That was joey (laughs) oh joey yeah because he doesn't want everyone to be a a god superhero with force powers and lightsabers uh, but, my point was that if this game doesn't have lightsabers in it there's gonna be like tens of other games with lightsabers don't yeah, worry about true. it yeah don't worry you're about gonna it. have whatever the sequel do you think that they're gonna do a sequel to jedi fallen order probably right really well yeah i, feel I like mean if it's well. a cash cow you gotta go back and milk that teat man uh-huh. uh, it's blue milk teat blue milk teat mm-hmm mm. But there you go. That, that's your, that was a your synopsis. Jedi sword I, game. Yeah. Wow. I, th- I think we did that yeah. very accurately and with yeah. way more I, information. <laughs> I wonder if I wonder if this does end up being just straight up like division, um, where it's like a third person shooter. Um because I could see very easily how they could just translate the game mechanics from the division right over into a Star Wars based, like universe based game. Uh, but I could also see them end up doing like, I could see this being like a some kind of first person, of yeah, or like kind of like a a more Far Cry approach, like a first person, um, stealth action, open world type Ooh, of game, I not necessarily like not necessarily like a co op, uh, because Division is very much a co op oriented action rpg like diablo where you're you're just killing mobs and collecting loot and optimizing builds and stuff like that um which i would like like that for star wars i I think that would make that would be a really cool interesting star wars game um but i think it would also be cool if it was a straight up like i mean we're we're kind of applying like ubisoft game plus Star Wars here, but I think it's kind of apt because it's kind of oh, how yeah. Ubisoft does things, right? They, they just they kind have of... their own signature on everything. Yeah, they tell. have a formula. Like, oh, that's, that's Ubi. That's Ubisoft. Um, and I personally really like that formula of just kind it's of polished. open world sandbox stealth action 
military kind of gameplay right so um if they just took that like style of world design and gameplay but it's star wars i would be all 100 on board with that too because i love the far cry games so hey hey far cry star wars i'll give it a chance star cry star wow cry. yeah yeah i mean what if it was what if it was straight up like it was like star wars colon distant tears or something like that that would be the like sub name of it yeah like they straight up like like obviously they can't call it star wars far cry right but like they have like a like a big old villain that you have to like (laughs) a teardrop far far away distant distant tears distant tears yeah i like it tears far cry Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I get it. Or like or it. long off holler. How about that? Star Wars long off holler. I like it. Catchy. Uh, paparazzi. Papa paparazzi. Oh no! Don't. We're gonna get a DMCA. Don't do that. Oh, I didn't geez. sing it well, and I I didn't We're say. We're good who at it. it. Uh, Pokemon <gasps> Snap had a trailer shown. Pick up. Uh, it's Pokemon Snap. Yeah, it, it looks it's been pretty. How many years? It's new know, Pokemon like Snap. Yeah, oh yeah, it's been the longest time. Um, we were, we were young lads when it came out. Mm-hmm. A lot of interesting Pokemon choices in the trailer. Super fun. I I will uh, definitely be bringing this. We are going to Cayucas for my birthday ish region, which is in the end of june so we'll probably go in the middle of june this comes out in april i will be buying oh. this i will be bringing my switch and i will be playing it while we're there on my vacation and i am absolutely oh. stoked because i did that with the first pokemon and Wait, hold pokemon on Snap. so you're it's coming out in may you're going june can i borrow your switch during may sure <laughs> well it comes out in april by the way i think like the end oh, of okay. april i think Perfect. it's like april can 30th. i borrow your switch on april yes uh perfect because I'm going to be taking some pictures of some Pokemon. Hot. Pokemon. Pokemon. Okay. Pokemans! I really oh. hope that they have some sort of, uh, like, photo editor, like in uh, all them other games. Uh, you know what I mean? No. Uh, like uh, like uh, Death Stranding uh-huh. and uh, uh, Tsushima. Ghost of Tsushima. Photomon Shop. Yeah. So you that? can just add some add some bokeh or some like grayscale like oh. it or like turn up the vibrance. That'd be like sick. I'd be down. Okay, so Joey, what were you saying? Sorry, I completely cut you off. Yeah, so um, I'm interested to see how deep the like puzzle mechanics go, um, because they were like pretty simplistic in the original game. Obviously, because it's kind of short in an N64 game, but um i've only in the trailers and stuff i've only seen them make reference to like the like food ball and not the like other ball that you use to do things the like pester ball or whatever pester ball that's it um oh yeah so yeah i wonder i wonder how deep or if there's going to be like more gadgets that they haven't announced or if there's like more intricate map like interaction and hopefully um, manipulation that you know opens up secret areas and, and I better be able to throw apples at Pikachu's ass if I can't then I'm gonna be upset. Uh, I mean I feel like that's given you know yeah 
You know how many asses got uh, Pikachu asses <laughs> got hit by apples in the original game? It's probably too many. I mean, to even count. even maybe like elemental stuff, like maybe like a water gun or like a flamethrower. <laughs> a water gun? Oh, you just yeah. <laughs> you, <just start laughs> you have all these like, cute yeah. little gadgets, and you pull out a giant yeah. fucking flamethrower and start <laughs> shooting it at random Pokemon. Yeah. Well, why, uh, why, what would possibly go wrong? I, I yeah. feel like uh, that'd be interesting to see. I'm on board. Continue. <laughs> uh, and then uh, you get a taser for the, you know, other Pokemon. Taser Pokemon. Bad. Then you get Trank <laughs> Guns. <laughs> and for the real sounds stubborn like ones. Huh? Yeah. I said it sounds like we're playing Monster Hunter. Oh, I know, yeah, right? Shoot. That's what it sounds like. Cause it's like well, uh... I mean, in the, in, the, in the base game, you just beat up a Pokemon until like, it almost faints. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but we're supposed to be taking no, pictures of it, not capturing it. Was, you know, you're taking on a, the on the brink of death. You're, you're taking the the journalistic approach, John. Not the oh right 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 right. Not right. the, the like, journalist. Yeah, it's different. It hits different. <laughs> anyway, this game's gonna have chill vibes. So stoked! Oh, yeah. Gonna be definitely listening to some uh, some house music, some chill house music while I'm playing. Yeah. It. Tasing and pic- taking pictures of. Pikachu. <laughs> oh yeah. Pikachu. <laughs> Like okay, Pikachu. Oh, you could tase wouldn't Pikachu with a Pikachu. Just... But yeah, it wouldn't hurt Pikachu, would it? Oh yeah, he would, would just absorb it. it. Would charge it up. It would just yeah. blow. He would up, like blow it. Up the... Okay, sorry. Taste Charmander. Charmander. <laughs> stronger Pikachu. Charmander might like it too. Okay, <laughs> so we're all stoked. We're all in agreement. Cool. Oh yeah. All right, now we're gonna move on to new things that we're just gonna talk about shortly. Because they're kind of whatever. They're funny. Plex. Plex TV, is that what it is? I think so. It's a like TV slash know. show t- streaming service that takes in like other streaming services stuff. So like Crunchyroll and stuff. I don't know. It's it's weird. I Either way, they're not something you should be worried about or too concerned about. Anyway. Of, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Point is. They have a new service called Plex Arcade Classic where you can pay a subscription to play Atari games. $3 if you are already a Plex member or 5 if you're not. And uh, just Atari games, which wow, you could go buy Who a cares? $20 game. But like you get the 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 PlayStation Classics for ten dollars, get all the Atari games right there. They have all the Atari games probably on the most recent systems as well for the same amount of money, and you own them, or you can pay three dollars or five dollars a month to rent them for a uh, game from over twenty to over thirty years. Hmm. I don't oh know. wow! Here's another element. They're not even like the it's being like streamed to you through parsec oh wow what are you guys you uh, guys are familiar with parsec right yeah yeah oh, we, we use it occasionally yeah. we're very intimate oh yeah totally we have it yeah um yeah so apparently you have to when you sign up for this you like also have to sign up for a parsec account and log into it through pl- on Plex, and I feel like, like you've mess. lost a lot of people. Yeah. yeah, so you have to have three different things in order to sign up for this. 
That makes zero awkward. sense. That's awkward as hell. Yeah, no. I I just I found this one and I was like, this is really just clunky as hell. Just thinking that you have to pay money for classic arcade games, which a lot of them are either either free or there's a ripoff version of them that are free or you can get them for super super cheap and just own them and get a whole collection it's like i can't imagine paying a subscription and playing more than like a couple of hours of these games at a time unless if you're like a tetris fiend but then just go get the most recent version of tetris and then you have every iteration of tetris that has ever been in existence i don't there's no yeah, it's care. it's weird, like how, I mean, there's people that are high score fiends, but I mean, the gaming world has kind of evolved past that. I mean, there's a lot of games that still cater to those kind of people. That's one aspect of games. I now. feel like if you're going to, because like there's so many places that sell, like at my store during the holidays, we sell a mini, like arcade type thing that has preloaded Atari mm-hmm. games on it and it's like $200 and it but it's like a miniature uh like stand up station with a joystick and buttons and stuff and they sell full on ones that you can get now that are a little bit taller than that and they're like still miniature but they're half the size of a regular one it's like you're better off investing in that rather than paying what is that per year like 40 50 a year for renting the games which are even it's just not there. And that's if you have the stupid Plex service in the first place. If you don't, then you're paying, what, $70, $80? Like, I can't. I don't know. Yeah, this comes across as just like, what do we have rights to that we can add? And, like, it's just an easy leverage. grab. And then yeah. you know you're going to have those parents that are oblivious and like, oh, we used to play these as kids. Timmy, like, why don't we all play them together? And they, yeah, they just... They get the they get the streaming service and then they're just like screw it we'll get this for little Timmy or Johnny or J- Joe. <laughs> well, no, I think what they're really hoping is that like four year for- old something is like oh I remember this I'm gonna get a subscription and then they just Back forget forget about it. Ultimately, yeah. the goal for them yep. is whoever gets this just forgets they have this subscription. They're like oh we'll yeah. just try it for a month because that will be fun and then they leave it. Because God knows, yeah. I probably have subscriptions for stuff from ten years ago that I forgot about. Oh, and I'm still no. paying for them. I have oh, zero. But especially with something like this, how do you notice three dollars? You just don't. But yeah, I just wanted okay. to find out how dumb it was. Move on to another streaming service. Because everything's a streaming service nowadays. It has to be. That's the way. The way. Amazon Games or Amazon now has a game streaming service called Luna. It's It's in what closed beta right now. It's in closed beta. And I think it's five ninety or it's four 99 right now. And then they're going to bump it to 1499. Oh, which I, I think it's cool. This is much better than Plex arcade, (laughs) but I mean, it's still just like pricing is questionable because Xbox already has them beat. $5 $5 cheaper for new games from a triple a studio plus like other yeah. studios. And then they Although have stadia, which beats with, it too by five bucks. 
Well, the one thing to be said there is on Xbox with Game Pass, uh, you have to actually have to download those games and be able to run them. This is direct streaming. Yeah, this is like streaming. Um, Which, and the difference with Stadia is that with Stadia, you're paying. I actually don't really know the, all the details of the like pricing of Stadia because it's kind of a nightmare and can, confusing. But like, you have to also buy, buy the, the games. games on Stadia. So you're paying for the service. It's kind of like Xbox Live. You're paying yeah, for a service feels... to be able to do something, then still have to buy stuff. This feels more like a more conventional kind of streaming. concept of like streaming access to the library which that's why i like the idea of it but like looking more into it and seeing some of the stuff it was saying like it it drains your overall like bit rate for the month like everything you can download um and then also like you have to have a certain speed of download for it otherwise you'll have like obviously latency issues and crap like that so it's like it ruins your experience if you don't have decent internet which most people have okay internet but i don't know what what was there was a specific number but what were you guys saying for it let's see um so i don't know man i don't Oh, I was just going to say oh, go ahead. popular mechanics is where we're pulling the stats. It's an yeah. article from Courtney Linder. It's actually just published today in the 26th or well, yesterday. When we're recording. Yeah, when we're recording. It's um, okay if people know that we record a day early. No, oh, it doesn't no. bother me. I'm just, Lies. I was, God forbid. It ruins their I was just mentally yeah. like trying to figure it out. But like, so it's saying a lot of streaming services or at least for Xfinity uh it's like 1.2 terabytes this is from doug perry on twitter uh so it's like and then based off of those statistics they're saying like an average streaming session is about 10 gigabytes per hour so you're you're using quite a bit especially if you decide oh i'm gonna go on a binge and play final fantasy like one of the final fantasies which are 80 hour games you're basically using all your internet in one month, depending on how throttly your internet pri- provider is in like a setting, probably like a week or less, depending on how dedicated you are to finishing that game. That to me is kind of like, wow. So not only am I going to throttle myself for the rest of the month, but I'm paying this subscription for it. And I've only been able to do one game. Whereas like, that's how many gigs over that period of time, 80 hours, 10, that's 800 gigs that you're like absorbing. And the game itself is probably like 60. That's crazy to me. I mean, yeah, I think we're in like a state where it needs to be really ready for these streaming services. You need Um, instant, like straight to you internet. Yeah. But give it a few years, and we might have fixed those things by then. Uh, Before we move off of this, I just want to say some interesting things in terms of Luna is the fact that, of course, it is an Amazon product, which means that it can have Twitch integration and stuff like that. Yeah. And it's potentially interesting to see the type of Twitch integration that they can do of, like, 
doing things like drop in immediately into somebody's game that you're watching who's streaming or if they're doing something like a challenge you can immediately just like load up that challenge or that level or whatever and play I do it like yourself. that stuff i think that's really cool because then you're like you're taking experiences that you're watching and turning it into something you can do so that's very futuristic to me not to mention the fact that um as like us which are involved with youtube and twitch ourselves i think it's cool that so many companies are starting to create like means for people to get content because like if you're a big youtuber of course you can just go buy AAA games and drop 60 bucks like it's nothing but think about that from a realistic standpoint for people that are doing this as a hobby as part-time that's an expensive hobby uh so like xbox has created a huge library for us to work off of um and it's fun and it's like they add stuff constantly this is just another means to do that if they get it down properly and this will be even better because it's like we've noticed that the games that we download are bogging down the amount of space we have on our computers so we're juggling the game downloads this would eliminate that problem but it has to first be fixed as far as the streaming yeah so and you have to have the internet to do it so there's still bugs in it but i feel like this is a really cool first step towards giving content and even like for kids that have summer break like you can just subscribe to this for three months the parents can and then at, when school starts you just drop it and then wait till winter break or whatever ha timmy no games for you anymore yeah <laughs> so. get wrecked scrub <laughs> <laughs> It's it's really cool. I just it definitely has a long way to go before it's it's usable. All right. Any other final statements? Uh, oh. Be interesting. All right. We're gonna move on to our new game show within the show. <gasps> Who should I hire? Woo! Oh, what a twist! So many people to hire from. What one is the job that's done? Choose only one, Joey does. So in the end, we all ask, who should I hire? So we played this last week on the Forgotten Lost episode. Wait, what? what is this? But it's a new game. Here's the deal with it. <laughs> I have to hire somebody to do something uh-huh. every week. Uh-huh. Okay. And I will come to the group with my dilemma okay. and ask, who should I hire? This week, yes. I was uh, unloading some some crafting supplies out of the back of my truck, and I dropped a can of paint. And spilled Uh-oh. all over the driveway. Oh no! Now, oh, now I got to clean my driveway. Who should I hire for that? Oh, oh, huh? Deep. Oh, I'm Garrett gonna go with the cleaning robot, Ollie, because he does work. Wait, I forgot that? his name. What? Can I look up his name? Yeah, oh, look Wally. Up his name. Oh, it's it's Mo. 
It's Mo. Yes, thank you, John. Okay, that's okay. my answer. Mo. He's really thorough. So, and thorough. you said you're going to use the paint afterwards, right? Let me just clarify. No, this paint is gone. This paint it's is spoiled. You're is, not going to pick it up off the ground the and it has like. Yeah. Apple in there. Well, no, but so like that's what I'm wondering. Is it something that you just dropped it and you're calling this person, or it's been there for weeks and then you're calling this person? I dropped it and I was in the middle of something, so I was like, whatever, and it's now dried to the concrete. Okay, so uh, that changes. Buzz. My that's why I was wondering. But Buzz still mo. Uh, I would call up Mario, but not for his plumbing uh, uh, mm, uh, uh, skills, but for his fluid backpack robot thing from mario sunshine oh his mario oh, sunshine yeah, skills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing. he's gonna he's gonna make it all moist and, and lift up all the dry paint off the floor because that's what he did a in device the game, right? literally designed to clean paint off of oh, concrete surfaces yes. uh-huh that is true oh was it paint i thought it was like goop or something I don't no, it's a long time ago oh it's it paint, was oh, paint. Okay. because shadow mario oh, graffiti, has the paintbrush yeah, 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 yeah okay i remember now got it God, John, get your get your Super Mario Sunshine lore together, dude. <laughs> it was a long time. Also, I never played it. I just played it at a friend's house once. Um, damn it! I wish you had set wet paint because it makes it makes it tougher for me. <laughs> um, what was your answer? It was wet paint. Is it going to be Kirby again? No, it's going to be SpongeBob. <laughs> He's going to be the suck. Oh, okay. oh. So because he then you could absorb the paint with spongebob and then you can actually still reuse it and paint the room uh, plus it will have a cool yeah sponge, but then you gotta hang out like, with spongebob with, with sponge yeah, like just yeah. sponge moisture in your paint now. i no, know that would be really cool though like you'll have that but, sponge texture on the wall so it looks like clouds or whatever but spongebob is really good at making krabby patties though relevant yeah, to that's, that's very true cleaning. he's more of an expert of, of krabby patty flipping he's a he's mm -hmm. a sea patty sponge flipping. not a sponge sponge yeah, yeah. For some reason, he looks like a sponge. No, isn't he a sponge? Yeah. Sponge? He's a sponge. The whole like deal. Well, well his parents oh. are a sea sponge. Right. Yeah. But wait, hold on. How does that work? How does this? I'm pretty sure this has <laughs> been like a whole thing. Oh my Maybe god. Maybe back in the day, that's what we use. Our sea sponges as sponges. Oh my god! Is SpongeBob adopted? <gasps> oh no! Was he just a regular sponge who fell into the water? And then sunk him. to the bottom of the ocean. Oh, God, where this guy really dark. Oh, this guy's no. super dark. Oh, Let's talk hope, about it. It's happy. I hope SpongeBob doesn't do Ancestry.com. <laughs> it's like he has he has little traces of kitchen sink in him and stuff like that. Oh no. Also, yes, you can buy natural sea sponges to use as sponges. Interesting. Oh, so wait. Okay. So but, like SpongeBob is very clearly a square a yellow square, sponge, like like a manufactured sponge. Yeah. Okay. So my statement is so true. I don't know. So maybe maybe he got eroded a little bit with like butting up against rocks when he was growing <laughs> up or something. Me. Okay. It's just perfect because there's rocks out there and stuff. Like there's natural things that are weirdly symmetrical. Maybe okay. a sponge, a sea sponge could be. So that it's not wet paint though. So that no, it's dried paint. So that doesn't even matter. So my actual then for the dry paint, it would be Mister Clean because he has that oh, magic wow. sponge and he has the elbow grease of a god. Because you have you seen those biceps? Oh. Okay, well if PJ changes his answer, then I didn't change my answer. Joey asked his answer. 
Joey well, asked no, me what, what was, it was white. Hey, hold on. I was not informed. I made my choice assuming it was white uh, wet, wet paint. Wet paint. Oh, it's always assuming. That's why you asked. Guys, what, okay. is, what, is, what is assuming? That's usually because he said he dropped it not a week later. Okay. I didn't so, say a week later. I said long enough that it dried. That could be a day. Okay. Then so, layer paint on the concrete. Depends, okay, so a day later, it's still dried. I'm going to... that. So <laughs> dried paint will be... My answer for that will be Blastoise. What was your oh, initial answer. answer? I was going to go with Mo for wet paint. Mo. Oh. Okay. Yeah, because I was going to say Mo. I don't know if Mo's really got the the stuff. Why don't yeah. we give a wet and dry, dry and the combination of the two has no, to... <laughs> oh, my God. No, because it's not... Well, because Garrick and I already gave a wet dry. Okay, fine. Whatever. Well, John needs to give an answer. The question fine. isn't wet. Okay, then dry it is. Whatever. My answer works anyway. It's true. It does. That's true. It does. Yeah. I oh, just I was gonna go with Squirtle, but he didn't have the jet power. I, I chose Blastoise. No, Blastoise is a better choice. Yeah, really. He 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 can he can. But Squirtle can clean, squirt. Uh, he, Clean the I don't hell worry about Blastoise. Is does Blastoise destroy my my? Yeah, that, that that cannon's used for like blasting like other yeah. Pokemon. To death. Have you seen what it did to Team Rocket? It yeah. blasts them off. It's Into at space. least your driveway will look clean. Weather air is like not my problem. Uh, you mean that won't have concrete on it anymore? <laughs> yeah. Okay, PJ, what's your answer? I gave my answer, Mister Clean. Have you seen oh, his elbow right. grease? You're right. Yeah. Um, oh, the real question. Clearly, that's how much of an impression it made on me. Uh, <laughs> I forgot to, the real actually. So don't guys. Man, Mr. Clean, though, like. He has the magic eraser, man. It's. Have you used the magic, magic eraser? John, shut up. Clean. I've only they, I'm not like talking about the real magic backwards. eraser. I'm talking about the imaginary oh, magic eraser okay. on the commercials. But the real I'm question like... is what is PJ's answer? Oh. Mr. Clean, with this I've seen Mr. Clean do things that I can do, and I don't think I can. Not get with it. his magic eraser. Have you seen what he does with his? He's I can't. Buff. I cannot I do know. the He's shit just... that he does with his magic eraser in the commercials. It's just in fast real life. for the sake of like the commercial, but I think he's just using a sponge and wiping up stuff, man. Yeah, yeah. but he does it. He like okay. We're taking it in the context of the commercial, Joey. I'm not talking about like what I can with a real magic eraser. I can't even clean wine off of a counter or water off of a counter. But with his magic eraser in the commercials, he can take off rust from shit that's been sitting there for Wait, okay. hours. Or Hold years. on. Hold Here's on. the thing, though. I have a whole driveway that needs to yeah. be cleaned. Yeah. yeah. It's going to take that. him a lot longer. Yeah, right. It's Mr. Like, clean. Like. Well, he Depending wipes rust. He wipes rust off flood. of stuff that's been rusted for just, years, Joey. Yeah. Depending on so how far how... is out of here, right? Mr. Yes. Clean, he's gonna be on my driveway for just, hours. I'm not, I'm not gonna. Push I'm gonna have to pay him an way. hourly wage for all those hours. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but so it will be hours. a good testament to the the magic sponge again, for him. I don't have to pay a Blastoise at all. That's true. Oh, yeah. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I gotta counter both of those. Okay, what if you know it's like you drop something from, from you know. It's gonna go. Anymore. It's gonna splatter upwards, right? You got. You probably got paint on your on your your roof too. That's fine. Blastoise will take care of it. How is Blastoise? Oh, he's, like, he's like he's like a what? Like ten 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 turtle. You just I'll get, put a uh, you get Mario with it. You just turn on to his on uh, his, his uh, cannon. <laughs> you turn on his hover mode. He hovers up there with his little squirt gun and pew 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 pew. I'm put a boom. I'm forfeiting my answer. I'm I'm out of this one. I'll I'll bring attachments so I can I can. <laughs> he's gonna just, just gonna shovel lever in his asshole like. 
What? Blastoise, come on what, in! What is Blastoise gonna do? Cr like climb on a little ladder up on your roof? <laughs> no, and like, that's what they attached us for. <laughs> I'll help. <laughs> As he's getting up there. <laughs> you right, don't well, just get Blastoise. You get the trainer too. I'm gonna hire Mario. Uh, okay. yeah. And if somehow Mario doesn't come through, I'm on board. I guess. That. I guess. Uh, You'll get house no, you insurance and then hire Blastoids. <laughs> <laughs> Mario See, is always satisfying. It's like the the runner up is even tougher because I'm like ah Blastoise can destroy everything, but man, Mr. Yeah. Clean's just gonna take so long, and I'm gonna have to yeah. pay him so much. He's just a normal person. That's have kind you of... seen not, those muscles? Even... No, look, I'm looking uh, at a picture of Mr. Clean. He's not even ripped. He's like just irony forfeited. He has so it doesn't matter. Slightly toned. Okay, well then the. Uh, give it to two you. points go to John, one point goes to Carrick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know we were doing two and one points. That's what we did last time. That's what we did last time. How did we only have a title of three? Oh, wait, wait. We only had a total of three points last time, but yet we had we were doing that, so we only did one question last time? Yeah. Oh, awkward. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, you didn't realize that's how this works? Oh, no, it's I didn't. It's only one. Oh, I yeah. forfeited oh, thinking there was another oh, one. Oh, well. No. Don't. don't don't Google uh, Mr. Clean shirtless. No, no. See, either. that might change oh, Joey's awkward. his vote, though. Wait, does, <laughs> no, he doesn't have nipples? <laughs> he doesn't have nipples. It's horrifying. Oh, my God. See, all the more reason. Born. You won't get aroused by watching him clean your driveway. <laughs> what? Well, Why mean, wouldn't you might. want to get aroused while? Yeah. Why would he need to be shirtless cleaning the driveway? Because there's a lot of paint, Gage. Because it's provocative. Anyhow. Um, I, I lost. Right, I, I won last week. I lost this week, of course. Go ahead. Well, there's still lots of weeks. So. I know. We're going to move on to our ah. last couple bits here. A little smattering of Capcom goodness. Uh, starting us off here, they had a Resident Evil. Well, it was kind of just like a Resident Evil in general showcase but it primarily focused around Resident Evil Village, Resident Evil 8, or whatever you want to call it. Um, they announced sure. it's going to launch on May 7th, which is fun. It's pretty soon. Nice. Um, and they had a trailer, showed some gameplay. Very spooky. Spooky. Uh, they're still going with that the same first-person format from 7. I like it. Uh, I like it. There's a lot of it's very clear that there's like a lot of resident evil four inspiration in this game. Um, and not even like just kind of subtly, like just overtly in the sense of like, there's like a merchant again. You remember like, what are you buying stranger? Like that dude from resident evil four, there's a dude who's like just that dude, basically that super kind of alluded to. Yeah. They kind yeah. of alluded to might actually be the same guy, but like they were kind of their wording in their sentence, like one sentence worded it like it was the same guy, but then the next sentence sentence worded it like it's like a different guy. So I'm not really sure. Um, your inventory is like the briefcase, which is from like Resident I thought Evil that 4. was really awesome the the inventory system it reminds me a lot of like Mega Man and stuff like that uh the battle networks where you have to like yeah. play Tetris where you're like put things together 
yeah you're like slotting in your like um what I are think they? they're like the more um... games need that 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 system is really cool because this is just not like oh man i'm just picking up endless shit it's like you have to be you have to figure out how you're gonna fit everything into your bag yeah. like it would be a normal situation and like they have that in the like resident evil 2 and resident evil 3 but it's like a much more limited system where it's more just kind of like you have slots in your inventory and things take up the slots and you're not really playing like inventory tetris in the same way that you are in resident evil 4 uh so that's cool that was a really cool um like change from 7 and and bringing that back um obviously this is like a european setting and like castles and and villages and stuff which is very reminiscent of resident evil 4 um there's a bit where you're like fighting some zombie dudes and they have like a sword that looks like you can pick up like there's a button prompt to pick it up it looks like so there might be some melee combat which would be really cool you run around with the sword, black people with the sword. I feel like the zombies themselves were more eerie than the, like, supposed to be main boss villain characters. Yeah. Well, yeah, because I think, um, and, and over the, like, like, actually in-game. Did you play Resident Evil 7? Have you played any of the I, Resident Evils? I, I, that's I the only one I played the 7. Okay, well, like, at least you have, like, the Baker family in 7. Yeah. And, like, you're introduced to them at the beginning, and, like, they're clearly all just, like, regular people. But over the course of the game, like, as you take on all of them, spoiler alert, you fight them. Um, oh, spoiler. I know, right? Weird. The antagonists of the game you end up fighting. Um, oh. They, like, evolve, right? As the virus, like, takes over their body, and they become more grotesque and monster-esque. Um, and I, I assume the same deal will probably happen here, um, either with like the virus stuff, or it looks like they're doing more of a they're like witches conventional horror. Yeah, so like you have the witches and like the moth girls who can like or flies or whatever the hell it is that they can just like corporealize as bugs, um, and you have like the really tall witch lady. And then you have the dude at the end with the hammer and like telekinesis powers who who might turn into a big werewolf guy because you there's later a scene with a big werewolf who also has a giant hammer um, that looks kind of like the same hammer. So who knows? But you're kind of right. It is not as much of the like conventional zombie type of stuff. No. It's definitely like a different vibe. I mean, even even seven um, didn't have that. It had like the goo yeah, monsters. That's the thing. I would actually say which... that seven is seven's general enemy pool is bad. I think it's the, so boring. I think I got the like so molded dudes are boring. Yeah, enemies. They they're boring, boring to look at. They're boring to yeah. fight. Mm-hmm. Right. I yep. think... And that game is really the strong parts of that game were the boss fights and yeah. the exploration and puzzle solving. Yeah, I um, think I played it... five. And that was a hundred percent action. It was yeah. just like just fun, just arcadey more than anything. Than back, it's not what it used to be. What it 
is what it used to be. Yeah. I, I watched I mean, Game Grumps play through one of the Resident Evils. I don't remember which one, but it was when that's zombies. probably one. I'm pretty sure. I think so. And they actually like it was actual zombies, and it was like seeing that in comparison to now, it's just like I don't even. It doesn't feel like Resident Evil anymore. It just feels like a whole different series that spawned from it. Well, it still has like, the virus and stuff that they use to like infect people. And that's what the the powers and right but then from. yeah that's what become the focus rather than but the no that's zombies. the thing is that like as somebody who like from your perspective your only like knowledge of the series is watching the first one be played on stream and then seeing like promotional materials um but, like the zombies are definitely the face of a lot of promotional material yeah. but like a lot of the enemies in the Resident Evil games are like mutated animals and like weird mutated monsters and stuff like that. Like yeah. zombies are actually a relatively small portion. Of I just the feel like there was more in of most games. Well, no, because I watched them play. It was either one or two. It was a series that they made on YouTube. I did play the demo for five and then I watched John play part of seven. So I I have some like knowledge of it, but I just feel like zombies have slowly faded into being like non-existent in the series where I feel like right when the, the very, if you watch the first gameplay again, it's just like zombies throughout. And now it's more like a mix more heavily a puzzler. Cause you, there's a lot of rooms, at least in the gameplays that I've seen where you just walk through and there's nothing. Whereas every room before had at least one or two zombies in it that you had to figure out how to get past or kill i actually prefer the puzzling bits like uh in seven there's like a like a saw inspired like room puzzle oh. room which i really enjoyed even though i was really bad at it so i, I hope they do like a bigger version of that i'm not discouraging it i'm just saying it's a yeah. the game itself has evolved or changed yeah. to something I mean, different it's, it's always been like a like a puzzler right I, it has it two, has but, but like yeah. what i said before is before yeah. every room once you get to a certain point has a zombie or two or more in it they have to figure out how to get by or kill or whatever now it's like you don't have that as much which right that can be yeah, considered yeah. good or bad depending on who you are i i wonder if that has more has of a more to do well no i wonder if that has more to do with like the eras that the game came out and the format that they're in right because it's like creates a challenge that like top down third person view is kind of inherently like not as scary because you have a big wide view of the area um yeah give or take depending on the camera angle because it's all fixed camera angles but like so it's like they have to have zombies there everywhere to be like a threat so that you're scared constantly yeah like uh, i'm moving around and i have to dodge zombies because they're gonna hit me Whereas like the newer Resident Evils, particularly seven and eight, because they're first person, they can have you less toes. enemies and yeah. you're more yeah. scared because yep. you don't have that peripheral vision. You don't have that wide view of everything around you. So you're just from a base level more vulnerable and therefore more scared and on yeah. edge. So they don't have so to have... throw th things at you constantly. That and it's yeah. not as empty. Like, I feel like there's emptiness in, like, walking into – same thing. It's, it has to do with the vision, walking into an empty room 
where you see everything versus walking into an empty room where you're seeing what's directly in front of you. Because then you're investigating the environment based off of, like, I don't know what's where. It's the same thought process, but I just, like, minus the fear in, in it all, it, exploring an empty room in first person is much more oh yeah involved. You don't know what's behind you. Well, yeah, no, exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm taking out, like, even if it was, like, you knew there was nothing in the room that you're in other than maybe a puzzle. That's way more interesting in first person than in third person. Yeah. And I think like one of the best scares I had in seven was just like w- walking up a ladder or stairs. Yeah. Seven stairs. And just like the, the, the mother character just like popping out of nowhere. And I legit like jumped and screamed, had a mini heart attack. And yeah. That's early. Would have like, yeah. The like trap, door to the attic yep. she just busts yeah. it open and grabs your arm yeah. it's like you yeah. cannot have that in a third person like that would, would not have the same effect no and they don't really do that right like if you like look at well, i don't know if you played resident evil 2 the remake but like there's not very many jump scares yeah particularly in any of the cutscenes, right like there's some jump scares in in gameplay here and there like environmental like a scares. zombie on the ground that you didn't see behind something yeah that, that grabs your foot or you are like walking there's one early in the game where you're like walking down a hall and a body falls that's like like hooked up to something and it like falls down and is like hanging um if this, or no it's hanging elements. you hit it and then it falls down and it just makes a loud sound that scares you um but like yeah, I don't know that like kind of third person perspective. It's different. They're kind of just like and and it's interesting to see the Resident Evil series over time shift and like change and go like back and forth, like the ebb and flow of like starting out being really slow and puzzle based survival horror, and then becoming this like co op action game, and then having like a hard left turn into first person horror and it's weird yeah yeah he's cute but anyway it looks pretty good it looks pretty i Um, might watch john play it on on twitch if he ends up going that route wow my biggest complaint about the at least seven was that i don't know if i'm doing damage like they really need to like yeah show you that you're doing such bullet sponges like even Mm -hmm. if it's like Mm -hmm. you see a bullet hole and then they want to be like, no, you're not doing damage. It's just you see it like you repair itself or heal. Then you can be like, okay, I'm not shooting the right spots. Then you can like kind of, you know, yeah, then, test around. It's just like there's just holes everywhere. They just look like yeah. Swiss cheese. Yeah. Because yeah. there's so many times when I was shooting, I'm like, am I, I it, he's still up and walking towards me. What am I doing wrong? I think that's or... like particularly a problem with the molded, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. They're getting away from in Resident Evil yeah. Village, but it's like yeah. well, you just, like you a... give an actual humanoid op- opponent with like, yeah limbs and like a head and like you can pop the head and be like all right it's dead yeah right i mean even the dad character he's like pretty much invincible for most of the the game but it's like i got stuck in a part where apparently you're supposed to shoot out the axe from his hand oh but it's like i'm not sure if you can just like did you had did you have to do that or can you just keep shooting him like it just takes more time so it's like that stuff is confusing i mean like i spent like like half a stream because i was trying to figure out how to beat the the boss fight, not knowing if I was doing any damage on him. It was kind of frustrating. I think that's just an inherent thing with games like that, though. Um, I'm, 
I'm pretty sure because I've played shooters that were like that too. And I'm like, man, I wish this was more transparent. Then I thought about yeah. it. I'm like, it's a shooter. This is the only way to make it more difficult is to try to figure out what I'm supposed to be doing with it rather than just like, oh, I just keep sinking bullets. And so I think you're you're stuck between it like being a puzzle and not knowing what to do plus bullet sponge. So it yeah. should be one or the other. Like, I do one is like, could I have just kept shooting in the head and I if, and keep getting ammo and, and you know, would that work too? Or did I have to like, did I have to trigger that you know thing to happen? I'd, I'd rather have it that way than like what ninety percent of Borderlands is because I love Borderlands, but that that game is literally just yeah I, I shooting hate until sponges. it's dead. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's annoying. But they'd be a little more transparent on that. Like, like okay, find a way to show the the player that you have to take out that weapon before you could move on. Either glowing maybe instances or something like that for like which, lower yeah, like, levels. Which some creatures, yeah, some creatures have like a giant eye. You know, the, the stereotypical boss giant eye you have to shoot at, which is very helpful. It's like okay, or the weakened giant eye. armor or whatever. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But a lot of these characters in seven didn't have that because they're just blobs or a human. or they should give a hint you know like yeah. prior they give uh like the they they say something like oh man i used to be a runner until i took an arrow to the knee and then it's like you gotta shoot him in oh, the knee jeez my knee hurts a lot yeah hopefully no one hits it <laughs> so shit like that i mean they did that with other games that i've played it, it was almost that blatantly obvious like oh my head it's splitting and then so you have to shoot <laughs> Yeah, you have to shoot his helmet because it it rings whenever he gets shot. Like, it, it's not something when you're panicking. It's not something you're thinking about as much. But then it's like, oh, that clue is super obvious. Let me do that. So, um, yeah. Still sounds cool. All right. Well, not too long to wait for that. Like what? Five months. May seventh. Yeah. Four. Yeah. Just, just Might have under to wait four. for Halloween for that next Halloween for the stream <laughs> yeah Aww. hopefully All bugs right. and everything will be fixed by then well we're gonna be closing out oh, pretty soon late. but before we do i'm gonna give some quick monster hunter rise demo oh, impressions snap. oh whoa there's a demo for monster hunter rise you can go download it right now on the switch i think it's available oh, until like early february or something like that um you can play a multiplayer um it's got two quests uh, to like hunt monsters kind of interesting because like normally the demos will have like a beginner quest and intermediate quest and like a hard quest this one doesn't have a hard quest it's just the beginner and the intermediate but immediately the intermediate one is like a pretty difficult intermediate one like i would say more difficult than the intermediate one from like the monster Hunter world demo um yeah those jump right into impressions. Uh, nice. First thing, it runs pretty good, which is good nice. and kind of surprising, right? Things on Switch don't always run that great. Um, mm -hmm. And it um, maintains a pretty stable... It's running at 30, um, but, you know, it, like, maintains a pretty stable 30 consistently, um, which is something that even, like, Monster Hunter World on the uh, base PS4 and Xbox can't do. All that well once our world will dip into the sub 30s like pretty often especially in really like densely like uh 
things packed with stuff. That's areas rough. packed with stuff. Like the um, especially for an action reaction game. Like that's that's horrible. Like I yeah. can imagine it. Well, I don't know. I have five hundred hours on it, and no, it's fine. Yeah, but so. like that's you've gotten like you've adapted to the the lag. Yeah, I guess. I or the, the latency. <laughs> I can imagine someone like trying to counter. Like I'd get frustrated with that and be like, "Fuck this! I can't counter because the the." Like right when it goes to swing, I drop down to ten frames. Like, ugh, that's dumb. But I mean, well, and honestly, it doesn't happen during fights very often. And not to get into like a Monster World talk, but like Monster World gets hitchy when you're like running through dense environments. But generally, when you're like, because the fights take place in more wide open areas, the game runs generally fine when you're fighting things. Okay. Anyway um i'm glad the slinger is gone if you're unaware the slinger was like a mechanic from world uh not specifically the slinger the slinger's fine but the clutch claw specifically i don't like the clutch claw i think it adds an element to gameplay that is like stupid i don't want to constantly be having to latch on to the monster and hitting it to apply weak zones and stuff i just think it's a bad Hmm. gameplay element and i'm glad it's gone uh wire bugs are cool wire bugs are like kind of the replacement for that now so uh you can aim and use wire bugs to launch yourself into the air or like pull yourself forward um there's also wire bug moves like specific wire bug moves on the weapons and the demo doesn't have all of them because it looks like there's more in the um in in trailers like more moves and trailers that aren't in the demo so I'm, I'm interested to see how that ends up working out, like if different weapons in the same weapon class have different wire bug moves or if you can decide what your wire bug moves are, like what the deal with that is. But wire bugs are cool. Nice. Um, monster hitboxes are kind of eh. I, I definitely have been hit by some stuff. And I mean, this is like Monster Hunter, like everybody, every game people will talk about like hitboxes and some of them are good. Um, but some of them just seem real bad. Like sometimes I, I feel like I'm hitting things that I am hitting the monster when I shouldn't hit the monster uh, where it feels like there's that. like a one foot gap between, yeah. um, the weapon and the monster and, and same thing, the other direction where it feels like I get tagged by the monster when I'm like a foot away from whatever hit me. That's um, yeah. And, and monster has always kind of had these problems because like you said, it's like an action-oriented game. It's really like based around reactions and dodging and stuff like that. So um, you expect you kind of you you like learn the monsters and kind of figure out like what their jam is over time. But at first, it can be real annoying to encounter a hitbox like that and just be like, oh wow. It, but again, it goes both ways. So those big hitboxes mean that I'm landing things that I probably shouldn't be landing. Right. Because its hitbox feels bigger than it should be. It makes you appreciate when a game has really good hitboxes, though. Like, I will say, I, I know we've talked about it in previous podcasts, oh, but no. Fantasy Star Universe, oh, me no. and Joey played excessive amounts oh. of it. For a game from 2000 and, what was it, 4 or 5? Whatever it was, they those hitboxes, I mean, it they... They got around if it. The weird. server wasn't lagging. They were, yeah. They were good, but 
but well, I, I was going to say like they were really good, but they also did a, a smart thing to counteract the problem by making it so hitboxes were on particular portions of the body. So other portions of the body didn't really count that way. They didn't have to like render the whole entire thing as a hitbox. So it's an old school method, but it worked for the time. Um, but like, there's more recent examples I think that do a good job of making sure that the monsters render properly and hit things right. Cause I can tell you right now, there's been plenty of games where I played and I got hit by like a specter hitbox, and you're like, what the fuck? Like this thing wasn't even close to me. It was 10 feet away and I got hit like, why? Yeah. So the one that drives me the cra- like craziest is when you're like behind a monster and they do like a belly flop uh like push off in front of you and somehow that hits you it's a shockwave joey the shockwave yeah anyway it's a monster ability. Um, and that's not even a hitbox issue as much of it is just like the game it's deciding like that like you're within the hit zone i guess yeah and regardless of whether or not the motion makes sense to do any damage to you you're in the hit zone, so it's going to hit you. Yeah. No, world I, design. I always I think find world design shock waves and like, like. It's not a shock wave. It's it's hit boxes. It's giant. There is no shock wave thing. Okay. It's actually that the the like you're See, inside the... its hit box when it's doing the belly slam, and even though technically it's like pushing away from you. And uh-huh. it's going to count as it doing a full impact. Yeah. I mean, developers, you, like you can just hide that problem with a giant shockwave particle effect. But yeah. big bottle boom, fix. I was yeah. going to say, shockwaves <laughs> always seem to be the buggiest thing. But like, there's there's leeway. Like, oh, I got hit by the edge of the shockwave or something like that. So, like, okay, I'm trying to get through this. Leeway. Go ahead. Okay. World design. I think world design is weak very weak compared oh. to monster hunter world and it's kind of to be expected because it's on the switch so they can't Awkward. do as much and put as much fidelity in but um yeah areas just feel bare um the endemic life is has kind of just been relegated to being like buffs on the map that you run up and pick up they don't feel as much like organic creatures living in a world um, it feels a lot more gamified. Uh, so that's kind of a bummer. I really like the immersion of Monster Hunter World and how like detailed and fantastic those maps and, and environments are. And the environments, the, the one environment that you get to play on in, in the demo just feels pretty barren and, and kind of boring aesthetically doesn't have a whole lot going on it has some cool things there's some cool ruins and stuff but in terms of like actual like you know density of like foliage and and visual fidelity and stuff like that it leaves a lot more to be desired uh but on the flip side of that weapon design and armor design is a lot better from world uh, or at least on the surface, it looks like that so far. Uh, Monster Hunter World has a lot of really basic weapon designs and armor designs, uh, particularly weapon designs. Um, and I kind of understand it's because it's their first like jump into a big, you know, 1080p high def Monster Hunter. Uh, 
but the the weapon designs and the arm designs in rise look to be a lot better you know just more interesting and, and more fantastical and stuff like that um and then of course like all the monster hunter games it has really good music um nah. one of the monsters mitsuzune uh which isn't in monster hunter world uh and is coming back to the series in this one has a uh, new theme a remix of its theme that's really really good um and and yeah mentioning mitsuzune it's a monster that has a particular monster skeleton that was not in monster hunter world and the way the monster hunter games work is basically like if a monster's skeleton is in or if like a specific skeleton type is in the game then you can expect that there's going to be other monsters of that skeleton type does that make sense because it's like mm-hmm. all the monsters have like a different kind of like base skeleton shape in a lot of ways okay. right where it's like a dragon is like a dragon and they stand like a dragon right okay, so it's like a classification kind of thing yeah right okay. whereas like like karen is a horse right karen. a horse's skeleton is like way different than a dragon skeleton and even the different dragon skeletons are kind of different you got a t-rex who's like oh, that's ooh. like a dinosaur that's not like a dragon um and yeah mitsune is a that's considered a leviathan um skeleton uh monster whatever uh subspecies or species i don't know the exact like term that they use for it but basically it means that there's probably going to be a lot of other leviathan monsters that were not in monster Hunter world that will be in rise so that's fun because it's a lot of people's fan favorites nice. or a lot of people's okay. fan favorites are in those categories so people will be glad to see him back nice. like Legaya chris for instance so overall i'm i'm jazzed for it um right now it's it's only announced for the switch but um i suppose there's it's possible it comes to the pc later um of course the world came to the pc at some point so um and i don't see why capcom wouldn't want to just make more money so how many how many uh monsters did you kill and poor monsters did you kill in cold cold blood in the demo in the demo um well i killed the same monster a lot monster Um, a lot i killed mitsune a lot poor monsters they're just like chilling out minding your business and no they're Uh. monsters (laughs) I don't know. I think you're the monster in this situation. Yeah. Maybe that's what. They're the monsters are the human. The humans are the monsters. That's exactly. The that's, that's the message. I never. Right, we're gonna close out here, John. What do you got going on over on Twitch? All dudes, check out the Twitch at cameraman John slash Twitch. Well, it's backwards. Do it the other way around. Uh, Monday, Tuesday, uh, Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, we do some uh, fun variety gaming. Uh, six thirty Pacific time. Man, I'm just like going out of order, like crazy. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Check it out. Check it out. Sometimes we're doing some grounded Wednesday. Yep. Yay. Today. Today. Oh, tonight. Yes. Be there or be square. Oh. Go on over on YouTube. Uh, the huge. We got uh Garrick's dub went up on Sunday. We'll have another one this oh, yeah. coming Sunday with uh, a guest surprise, a uh, big big Twitch streamer. Um. He just started oh, up recently, yeah. so uh, keep an eye out for that. Um, 
I don't I don't think we have his voice, but he is there. So don't worry about that. We do. We do have his voice. Oh, Oh. good, 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 good. Okay, so we do have his voice. Good. Um, so keep an eye out for that, and make sure you show him some love and check out his uh his Twitch stream once uh we reveal it. We'll have it in the description, right, Garrick? Indeed. Cool, cool. Um, and then we have uh shady part of me, my solo chill playthrough. It went up Monday. Uh, we have the podcast today and tomorrow, our Thursday. Uh, will be me oh, and John's playthrough of Bugsnacks. Yeah, was, I can't was, wait. Was I wrong? No, you're right. Let me just change that scheduling right now. Perfect. Oh, Thank you. Awkward. Okay. Um. Yeah. That's so. That's it for this week. Uh. Same. Pretty much same schedule for the next couple of weeks until I beat Shady Part of Me and John and I beat Bugsnacks. Um. Wow. Then, uh, oh, Joey, you said you want to start Pokemon soon. Baby so. Bugsnacks. That will be soon as well. Bugsnacks, baby. But yeah. Okay, mom. That's it. Break. Thanks everybody for listening to the podcast and we will catch you next time.